You're listening to the Renovation Church Sermon Podcast. For more information on services and events at our Simpsonville and Greenville locations, visit us online at therenovation.church. Today's message is presented by our senior pastor, Jeremy Havlin. So we started a new series last Sunday. And in that series, I was going to be sharing with you the direction that we are taking, that we believe the Lord has given us for our church. And I'll just start by saying this, my first service crew, I appreciate the graciousness that you use when you come to church on Sunday mornings. I know that we've run out of space a while ago. I know we've had several Sunday mornings in which there's been zero parking spaces available. And yet a lot of you guys have still decided to make this the space that you believe God wants you to be at where you're choosing to worship. And I want to just honestly say thank you for your patience with us during this time as we navigate, figuring out, Lord, what are our next steps as a church? And so I'm gonna dive right in and I'm gonna actually start off by sharing our heart with you guys. The series is called It Will Be Different. And one of my roles as senior pastor of the church is to be able to provide the direction or where we are heading as a church. And if you're visiting with us, I just wanna encourage you to come back on another Sunday because this Sunday and next Sunday are gonna be the direction and steps that we are taking as a church, a little bit different from a normal Sunday morning for us. And I'm gonna give you guys a strategy we believe that God has given us to be able to do this. Now, in order to get to the strategy, I wanna share our heart real quick. Our heart, our vision statement is simply this. You've seen it probably before, but it's building disciples to go make disciples. We believe and value discipleship. I think discipleship is key to any church place, any church environment. Discipleship is absolutely massive. The question is this, what does that actually mean? And how do you build disciples to then go make disciples? For us at Renovation Church, there are two words you're gonna hear a lot of. Very, very important words that determine almost all the decisions and steps that we take as a church body. The first word is the word follower. My hope and prayer is that we would not just believe in Jesus, but that we would also follow him. And as a pastor, let me share with you my heart regarding this. I've come to realize that it's not always easy to know how to follow Jesus. Technology has changed. If you have a question, you can go to the prophet Google and ask Google how to do something. You can type something in. You can say, tell me this different things. And I've realized as a pastor, there's a lot of people who believe in Jesus, who are good and moral, but don't have the tools to say, how do I take my questions about life, the things that I'm uncertain of, and actually ask Jesus himself, how do I follow Jesus? And so if we do anything as a church, If we accomplish anything as a church, my prayer is that we give you the tools so that in your personal private life, you can go straight to the vine. That's my prayer. If we do anything, it's not how big we get, it's not how good our Sunday morning services are, it's that you yourself know how to go to Jesus and you would realize he has a plan for you and that he is good and that you can be plugged into the vine and are called to be plugged into the vine and not just know how to follow Jesus, that you would look around you and see that there are other people who are also on a journey following Jesus. So that word followers for us is massive, that we would be people who know how to do it and that we would be surrounded by other people who are doing it with us. In a sense, a community. That's word number one. Word number two, that's really, really important for us is the word builders. And we're building things. Something I mentioned last Sunday, which is a really critical thing for us. It's just a little bit different, of a different approach to this is we know the church is not a building but church is also not a service on a Sunday morning. 
The service on Sunday morning is very, very important. It matters, but that's not, this, this right here is not church. This is the gathering together of the church because the church is you and the church is me. And, and so because we believe in this, let me give you guys just some philosophies or some behind the scenes heartbeats, ready? It's not about having people to build our church. That's not what we care about. It's actually the reverse. It's how do we take our church and actually help build into people? So the word builder is a different way of looking at it because we don't believe that church is a Sunday morning service. Now listen to me, my heart. Sunday morning matters. Sunday morning is really important. We want good worship. We want good preaching. We want good kids. We want good welcoming of people. That is not the church. You are the church. And so instead of using people to build our church, we actually think the reverse. How do we take our church and build into you? How do you know why God created you? How would you realize, listen, that Christianity is not meant to be a spectator sport, that you are invited by the creator himself to participate in his kingdom? Do you know that God is on the move and that he wants to use you for the things that he is doing? And, and listen, I think we've done something kind of sad. We've made church a, thing that, a place that you attend. Well, I, this is the church I go to. Instead of acknowledging or realizing that, listen, we were never called to go to church, but we are the church. So if we can think differently about how we see ourselves and how we engage with church, so what do we want to build? Well, we want to build you. We want to invest in you. We want to see development. We want to acknowledge the things that God has placed inside of you. These are the things that we want to try and build. There's another thing we want to build too. We believe at Renovation Church in what God is doing, not just at Renovation Church, what he's doing in the local body of Christ in his kingdom, in other churches. We don't compete with other churches. We love other churches. Our website that we had before the one we have now was given to us by Fellowship Church, a massive church right here in the local area. They gave us their website. We have had in the history of Renovation Church, other churches come alongside of us to bless us and do things for us. And we, in return, have also gone out of our way to bless and love all the lo other local churches. You may not know this, but we have, we have a school of worship at Renovation Church. We're blessed with incredible worship and we have a school of worship. Our school of worship is not here because we have no space here. This place gets used all the time. Our school of worship is at an old school that belongs to First Baptist Simpsonville. And they had a space. And so what we did is we invested $25,000 to fix up their space. And now we get a chance to use their space to do a worship school to the benefit of the greater body of Christ. Zero leases were signed. There's no agreements other than we're doing this for the sake of the kingdom. They said, we have space. We said, we have some money. Let's invest together. And then God's kingdom is advancing. We believe in this. We have given away as a church body tens of thousands of dollars to other local churches in the area because we do not compete with other churches. It is God's kingdom and he is on the move. This is what we believe deeply to the core. So let me just give you some examples. Uh, uh, so coming this last week, actually, I was invited to speak with some Hispanic pastors locally in the area. And it's been a while since I've typed in my Spanish, so it was a little stressful for me. But I'll just show you a picture. This is a simple picture. There's about 30 local Hispanic pastors. There was people behind me as well. Pastors from Grace Church and New Spring Church. And I got a chance to be one of the speakers at this event where we gather together with other Hispanic pastors to talk about what is God doing in the community in the upstate. And there was an unbelievable sweet spirit of unity. Let me give you another one. I'm invited in a week and a half to uh, Abundant Life Church. This is another really, by the way, I'm wearing the same sweater now. <laughs> Not on purpose. 
the pastor of this church, if you were here in the, if you were here in the summer, they asked me for a headshot for something I did with Bethlehem Baptist. And uh, anyway, it's a whole thing. I can't even, anyway. I'm gonna be speaking. It's a Kingdom Unite night. This is like a, in a week and a half now because, and, and you know the heartbeat of this? This is amazing. A pastor called me up and said, hey, listen, we're not giving honorariums to pastors because we wanna take the money and give it to a missionary family to get them back on the mission field. He said, are you okay with that? I said, not only am I okay with that, that's my heart. Let's do that right there. And so all these pastors are coming together to celebrate what God is doing. We, Renovation Church, believe in this. In this space right here in the summer, we're gonna have an, an, a, a man cave event that's gonna be happening. It's not a renovation event, but it's an event happening in the community in this space, and it's gonna be incredible in this summer, and I'll let you guys know about that later. I spoke at that last year, but it's gonna happen at Renovation Church this year. We have a one prayer event that's gonna be happening in Simpsonville this year that we helped launch one prayer years ago and now it's multiple churches coming together. We believe in building, not just you, we believe in building the local body of Christ. So, okay, followers, that you would know how to follow Jesus and you would be surrounded by other people who are following Jesus and builders, okay? So here's the question. What steps are we taking as a church? So this Sunday and next Sunday go hand in hand. There's two steps I'm gonna share with you we're doing the, this Sunday and then two steps I'm gonna share with you the following Sunday. This is our strategy, our next steps for how we're gonna go forward with the things that God has called us to do. So the title of this, and don't get scared because it's not a lot longer after this, is this, grow small. Our strategy is actually to grow small. That's where we're going. Let me share with you a verse. You may know it. Jesus is talking in John 15, he says this, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I shared with you my heart earlier is this. My goal is that you would be plugged in directly into the vine. And those who grew up in Sunday school, he is the vine and we are the branches. His banner over me, okay, is love. All right. Old school right there. Okay, okay, hold in Jeremy, okay, all right. Y'all are seeing the ADD play out. All right, Ephesians chapter three. This is a, a, a passage of scripture that's dear to us as a church. And I want you to see this. Paul writes and he says this. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep, is the love of Christ. And to know that love, that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who was able to do immeasurably more than we might all ask or imagine, according to his power at work within us. I want you to see that phrase. All of this is his work within us. That's where he works. We tend to want God to work out there in our circumstances and God absolutely can work in our circumstances. But I want you to see the greatest work of God is actually right here. This is the greatest work of God. You and me right here in how we think and how we live and what we care deeply about. That is, and I want you to see he can do immeasurably more to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever, amen. Okay, so, these passages tell us, for us as a church, the greatest thing that we can do is have you connect directly with Christ himself. So how are we gonna grow? Well, we're gonna grow small. There's two things that we're gonna do as a church in the direction of where God's leading us into that are significant. The first is this. We're gonna establish a clear discipleship pathway. Now, 
as churches grow, what churches can tend to do, and this is certainly something that we've done, is we can develop programs so that people can get more connected with the church. There can be lots of programs and things where people can get connected with. And those programs can be very beneficial programs. They can be really good things. And we don't want to discount those. Those are valuable and vital elements of a church. But if you're not careful, you have a lot of programs and you don't have a clear pathway that tells you how do you get from this point to this point. So what we've recognized is this. In any church that's gonna be a renovation church, our main growth strategy, ready? Is a discipleship pathway where we choose to grow small and have a very clear path on what it means to learn how to be a follower of Jesus. So I'm gonna to reveal to you what our pathway looks like. Step one in our pathway, you already know. Many of you have been through it. Many of you are going through it right now. Step one is rooted. This is how to learn how to walk with God. So this is the clear step one for us, but I want you to know something. We are actually writing in the process of writing step two. We're modeling it off in the same way that Rooted is done. We are writing our own curriculum because we're gonna be implementing beta testing in the fall, step two, and launching in, the, in next year, step two for us, which is something that we're naming called. So we are creating this. I am writing it along with Jason in our church. We're putting this together. And so in our pathway, step one is gonna be rooted. Step two is gonna be called. We want you to be rooted in Christ. And then we want you to know that you are called by God to do something for him. It's gonna be incredible. And then after you go through step one and step two, you're gonna hopefully join a discipleship group. This is a group that's gonna be high accountability and high community. A group of people who you can do life with, who you can actually interact with, who you can serve with, who, you can, who can know who you are and how you're doing and you can know how they are doing. The bottom line is this, our growth strategy is in growing small environments. Change doesn't happen in fo facing forward, change happens in circles. Change happens in small places. So our growth strategy is to make it small. Why? Again, because we want you to be a follower of Jesus. I want you to have the tools of what it means to follow him. So we're gonna embrace a clear discipleship pathway, rooted first, called, which we are writing, really excited about what God is doing in our called class, and then a discipleship groups or we're gonna be launching after that. And those things you're gonna to begin to see in, in, in 2024 in the beginning. We're gonna beta test it uh, in the fall and it's gonna be really, really cool. But all renovation churches, we're gonna have a clear pathway where if you don't know how to follow Jesus, you're gonna take step one, you're gonna to go to step two, and at the end of it, you're gonna know how to follow Jesus, you're gonna know who you are, you're gonna know how you're wired, how God made you, and what you can do for his kingdom, and you will know that. And by the way, the reason why this matters is it's not just for you. How awesome would it be our kids who are raised in this church, when they graduate high school and go off to college, they would know how to follow Jesus, they will know who they are, how they're wired, and how they can serve God. That is where we're going. I want everybody in our church to know, how do I follow him? How do I connect to the divine? How do I know him? So our discipleship pathway is meant to create these small environments where you can come alongside small groups of people to be able to follow and pursue after him. So that's step number one. We're gonna grow small. Step number two, we've already seen, but we believe we're gonna see more. We will plant local churches. We will plant local churches. Let me give you a thought that has been really important to us at Renovation Church. We are gonna focus on our sending capacity and not on our seating capacity. This matters. So let me explain this real quick, okay? 
we have grown in Simpsonville a ton. We have 550 seats in the sanctuary right now. I believe if the Lord opened the door and we had a thousand seats in the sanctuary, I believe because the area has grown so much that our church would be able to grow and fill that space up. But we've realized something. I've realized something, ready? Not just has Simpsonville reached our max capacity, I want you to know something. Greenville has also reached their max capacity. So we are full in both places. And what I have realized is this. If we had the space to grow and we just grew and grew and grew, we would just be focused on getting bigger. But I don't believe that's what God has for us. Our goal isn't just to get bigger. And that's the, that's the thing that we're wrestling with. We've maxed out a space, so you have two options. Option one is create more space so that more people can come. Or option two, invite you to send you out if God, when God opens the door for us to launch more renovation churches. This is the thing that we saw God do last year when another church joined us. We had group of people from Simpsonville say, I'm gonna go and be part of the launch team of what God is doing over at Renovation Greenville. So here is our focus for growth, ready? Our focus for growth isn't to get a bigger space to have more people in it. Our focus for growth is different. How do we get you ready and us ready as a church to go and plant more churches? So yes, I know we've run out of space and yes, that breaks my heart, but the tension is gonna be this. I believe the space, the limitation of space that we have is the Lord forcing us into, ready? Launching other churches in the area. Let me be honest with you. I would rather have five churches that have 300 people in them than one church that has 1,500 people. Do you know why? Because five churches that have 300 people in them, all those people are engaged and working in a smaller body. We're growing small. This is where we are going. If we had space to grow bigger right now because of the way the area is, we would just grow. That is not what I believe God has called us to. He's called us to how can we send out and build? We're building disciples ready, not to get bigger, but to go. And so our strategy means that we're gonna think about things a little bit differently. We're not focused on our seating capacity, we're focused on our sending capacity. This is a massive deal. So listen, what, one of the things we've realized is that three services at Renovation Simpsonville has not always been an effective strategy. In fact, we actually can put more people in on a regular basis, I believe, with two, with two services. Because when we do three services, two of those service times are out of the normal time in which people come to church. And so we had an 8.30 service at one point. We had faithful people in our 8.30 service. And my morning people, they're faithful. They're like, oh yeah, the 8.30 people are like, yeah, they wake up at five and birds are singing and it's awesome. But a lot of people are like, service at 8.30 is early. And then when you, when you spring forward, that 8.30 service is like, hallelujah. We've realized it's not as effective. Now, on big days, we, we might add a service at Renovation Sensible to create the space. But hear my heart as pastor, ready? So we are gonna launch and plant churches. And here's how we're gonna do it. This is a complete step of faith. If a church wants to join us and we believe it's the Lord, that's one way. Or if the Lord asks us to launch in a certain area in the right around where we are, then we're gonna do that. Whatever God wants us to do. Between now and then, one of the things that we're asking the Lord for is clarity, is launching a separate service at Renovation Church, potentially in partnership with Renovation Greenville. That is a service that would create space in Simpsonville, but also get people ready that when God opens the door for another location, we will send that group of people to go plant that church. Here's, now, we don't have the time of when that's gonna happen yet, so don't come asking a bunch of questions right now. I'm giving you the strategy that we're doing. I know we need to create space. 
I know we need to have this, but I believe our limitations are on purpose so that we will not be just a church that wants to get bigger. We will be a church that wants to send out. Why? Because the body of Christ needs to be used in its fullness. Can I just tell you some things that we learned when this other church joined us? We had a bunch of people who were coming to Simpsonville who were attending our church, great, awesome people, but they weren't serving in our church because there was no space for them to serve. And then when God opened the door for Greenville to be a thing, those people left being in Simpsonville. And do you know what happened? They came alive in Greenville because they could begin using the giftings that God placed inside of them and they created this space and the church began to flourish and began to move. Let me just give you some thoughts on our strategy of what planting churches looks like. Ready? Let me, thought number one is this. We believe in the local church. I believe in the local church. Our church is far from perfect. We will never be perfect. Why? Because it's full of people and people are not perfect. I've said this many times. If you find a perfect church, don't go to it because you will jack that place up. You are all kinds of messed up. There's no such thing as a perfect church. It doesn't exist. But I'm telling you what I believe to the core of my soul, I believe in the local body of Christ because that is the bride of Christ. And when the local church is serving the Lord and doing things, that local body can do incredible things for Christ. So we believe in this. Now I want you to know the language that we use as a church, ready? We use the word churches, not campuses. We're not creating campuses. We're not live streaming my message in. Do you know why we're not live streaming my message in? Because Matt over there preaching right now, he's a phenomenal speaker. Why would I limit what God wants to do in Matt's life using him for that part over there? So I believe in the calling that God has placed over Matt. I believe in the body of Christ functioning. I celebrate what God is doing over in Matt's. So, so in my opinion, I'm like, listen, we have churches. We don't have campuses. We don't need to make it about Jeremy. We don't even need to make it about Renovation Simpsonville. What we need to make it about is about the body of Christ and the local church being in a healthy place to honor him. So we're planting churches, not campuses. And then we don't have campus pastors. We have local lead pastors. So I am the senior pastor and I'm helping oversee and direct both of our churches, but we have local leadership in place in Simpsonville. Dean is our local lead pastor. Him and Jason, our teaching pastor, are leading in Simpsonville. And in Greenville, Joe is our local lead pastor and Matt is our teaching pastor. We have churches, not campuses. And here's the thing that I love, ready? And I already referenced this a little bit. I went ahead of myself, I didn't mean to, ready? Multiple voices, same heart. There is space for people to serve. And here's the thing, ready? We believe in local expression. What I mean by this is this. If you really believe in the body, Matt, who you actually preached here about two weeks ago, Matt doesn't preach the same way I do. He doesn't prepare the same way I do. He has different notes than I do. I'd encourage you to listen to Matt's messages. Those podcasts are available through us, through our Renovation Church. We encourage that. Matt is a phenomenal speaker. When Jason preaches here, he preaches differently than I do. Here is the thing that I've realized about the church. Unity or, or the impact that a church can have is not by making everyone be the same person. I've realized that in order for a church to actually thrive, we need to celebrate the differences that God has wired every one of us with. Matt is different from me. Jason is different from me. My favorite Sunday in ministry ever was Thanksgiving this last year. Why? Because I, I did nothing. 
I went to Renovation Greenville in the morning where they led worship and Matt spoke. And then I snuck into Renovation Simpsonville where worship happened and Gabe spoke. And it was two churches that shared the same heart, but guess what? Different messages and a little of a different flair. And you know what I said? These are two growing churches where God is doing something significant and special to God be the glory. This is awesome. So multiple voices. Having different people of different backgrounds proclaim the same thing, there's power in that. When different people of different backgrounds proclaim the same truth that Jesus is Lord, there is power in that. So I I understand we've run out of space. I understand it's limited, but I'm here to tell you, we are gonna be planting more renovation churches. And the way we're gonna create space is by asking you, to go and be sent as you believe the Lord is asking you to. So let me give you some pictures of Greenville real quick, super fast, and then we're gonna be done. This was just like three weeks ago. They have two services. I'm gonna give you one more picture right here. This is what God is currently doing right now in another location. We could not fit, they have 300 people at their church, we could not fit them in Simpsonville. There's not even close. Look at what God is doing in this environment. Man, there's so much that I wanna say. But let me keep going, ready? We believe in unity. We are unified in our vision, our culture, our financial stewardship, and our worship. So we share some common themes. We're tied together. What happens in in Greenville affects Simpsonville and vice versa. But as God launches other places and other churches, we're tied together. But we also believe that each place can have its own little flair according to what God uh, has for them. So here's what I'm gonna ask of you, okay? So number one, In every renovation church, we're gonna have a clear discipleship pathway. Number two, I want you to know our growth for moving forward is actually to plant churches. That is our growth. At some point, I'll share with you when we're gonna have a service time that's gonna be hopefully for launching another campus that's gonna create space in Simpsonville. We don't have that yet, but that's our heartbeat and it'll be so that we can launch another church as God leads us into that. So here's what I'm gonna ask of you. Number one is this, I want you to think different about church. I don't want you to come to church anymore. I want you to be the church. I want you to look at yourself and say, God has a calling on me for something in his kingdom. And if, by the way, if, you're, if this is a place you're just visiting and you have, you're part of another church body, when you go to that other church, I don't want you to go to that church either. I want you to be the church at that place. I want you to think different about this. This is very, very, very important. Number two is this. I'm gonna encourage you to start serving. If you're not serving, I wanna encourage you to start serving. We need as many people serving so that when we launch another location, another place, by the way, We have no idea where the Lord's gonna lead us to next. All we know is that God has something for us in the future and we wanna be ready. So when he says go, we go. That's where it's at. So we need to get ready for this. So I wanna encourage you to start serving. And lastly, I wanna encourage you to pray. Our strategy for Renovation Simpsonville, here's my heart, is a bunch of local churches that come alongside of people and give them the tools to know how to follow Jesus themselves and where people are being used in incredible ways every single week. There's teachers in this room who are not able to teach because there's no space for you to teach. There are people, there's worship people in this room who, who you, man, God wants to, God's given you the gift of worship. There's people in this room who have the gift of, of administration. There's all kinds of giftings in this room. And my goal is not to become so big that you can't be used. My goal is to hopefully see the Lord allow us to launch other places. Why? So the gifting that God has placed inside of you can be used in his church in the future. Now imagine if God opens the door for us to launch multiple churches in the area. Imagine if Renovation Church can have these environments where God is working and where God is moving, the impact that that could end up having. 
It could be really, really cool. All right, church, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you because of who you are. Lord, we pause for a moment and we wanna thank you, Lord, for the direction and next steps that we're taking as a church. And I pray, God, that we would be so careful to walk in obedience to whatever you have for us. To acknowledge God and to see and to recognize that you have significance in front of us and that our growth is meant to be in small environments so that people of all backgrounds and all ages can know you in such a way that Ephesians says they would be made complete, that we would be made complete, and that Jesus, that that the church, your bride, would honor you in this upstate area in such a way, God, that it would be incredible. So I pray, God, as you give us this strategy, God, as you open doors for where you want us to go next or how you want us to serve and what you want us to do, that we would honor you in, in, in these steps and walk in obedience with everything, Lord. We love you, we thank you. In your precious name, we pray, amen and amen. Church, I hope you have a great Sunday. God bless you. Have a great day. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Renovation Church Sermon Podcast. Find out more about following Jesus and building His kingdom at therenovation.church.